We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, this is the Pike Pass Sooner Post Game Show. Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Also brought to you in part by Coca-Cola. New season, new Coke Zero Sugar. Now, the Pike Pass Sooner Post Game Show. High formation, handoff running left, that's right. Makes one man miss, but Reggie Grimes, ball's fumbled. Scoop by Benito. He's on the run. 30, down the near sidelines. 40, to midfield. 45, he might go. 35, 30, needs a block. Cuts inside, down to the 20. And he's brought up there by Skylar Thompson. Spencer Jones, the holder. He was the hero a week ago with the game winner against West Virginia. This kick is away. It's driving. It looks good. It is. So the Sooners score first, but they only get three. It is over in Manhattan. Oklahoma wins it today. Final score 37-31 over Kansas State. The Sooners improved to 5-0 on the year, 2-0 in the Big 12. Kansas State falls to 3-2. They are 0-2 in Big 12 play. Sooner postgame show is presented by Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel. Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Hey, Sooners, don't get past. Get Pike Pass. And let's immediately go down to the field where... Chris Plank is with Jeremiah Hall on the field. Oh, great performance, man. A couple touchdowns for you. Yeah. What about the grid of this team on the road? 
Man, you know, when you're on the road, you always got to fight. You know, it's never going to be pretty. It's never going to be how you expect it. But as long as we came out here, did our job, and got the W, that's all that matters. This team kept fighting to the end. What does it say about this team now? to go on the road, get a win like this heading into Texas next week. It shows we got heart, you know. We're building momentum going into the next game, and I think we'll be good in practice this week, getting ready for the next one, and uh, we'll be all right. You good? Yeah, I'll be good. <laughs> Congrats, man. Jeremiah Hall, two-touchdown day. Teddy had one on the ground, the first touchdown rush of his career. He had one in the air, too, that shovel pass there in the fourth quarter, and the Sooners win it by six. And a good day blocking as well. You know, a heavy day. And whenever we're talking about zone schemes, your fullbacks and H-backs have, have a busy day, typically with tough duty cutting or blocking the in man on the line of scrimmage, which is typically a 6'4 monster out there on the edge. So it's not an easy day for him. Uh, Workman-like performance. Uh, got some action in some of the boot, running out to the flat there as well. Just a good all-around performance from Jeremiah Hall. 37-31 the final. Chris and Gabe have headed to the locker room. We'll have all kinds of post-game reaction from Lincoln Riley and the boys after they stay unbeaten today with a six-point road win here in the Little Apple. The Sooner post-game show is presented by Pike Pass. This is Sooner football from Learfield. Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at Redbud Physical Therapy can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With 15 convenient locations across Tulsa and beyond, contact Redbud Physical Therapy today at redbudpt.com to see a physical therapist. Redbud Physical Therapy, a proud sponsor of Oklahoma Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Sooner fans in the game. Home shopping is a ton of fun and a ton of time and research and work. But eventually, you're going to find the one. You're going to need to be ready to make an offer that gets accepted. The key is to get your perfect mortgage loan first with Communication Federal Credit Union before you start the hunt. Don't let that perfect home get swiped away because you didn't have the financing figured out in advance. Call or apply online today with Communication Federal, your home loan experts. Equal housing lender, federally insured by NCUA. Second and goal. He's got the football. Sooners bring pressure. They got it. It's a sack. Isaiah Thomas all the way back at the 19-yard line. 27-yard field goal. Ball's right in the middle of the field. Kelleher, the snapper, jumps the holder. Kick is away. It is up, and it is good. And the Sooners take over with 90 seconds left. Sooner fans, be sure to catch the Coach's Corner presented by Riverwind Casino Thursday night, 7 p.m. on the Sooner Sports Radio Network and Sooner Sports TV. No one gets you closer to Big 12 football than Sirius XM. Download the Sirius XM app and tune in to Sirius XM Big 12 Radio for news, talk, analysis throughout the college football season. Try it out today and take your favorite Big 12 team with you on your phone, online, and at home. No car is required. Um... Teddy, let's kind of reconstruct the game here. But let's start with that final sequence, because I think that's fresh in everybody's mind. Oklahoma had the 13-point lead, and the kickoff almost got them in a bunch of trouble there. Alternatives yeah. to what they could have done there? Just not well, kick it to Knowles? I, I don't think there's not a whole lot you can do there. Um, you got to kind of swing away. 
Maybe you could squib it, do a long squib to, to try and give him less time to set up a return. But the easiest way to prevent that is to not get a needless 15-yard penalty yeah. right beforehand. Uh, whenever you you know as a as a player that Kansas State is as dangerous, more dangerous than anyone in the country whenever it comes to kickoff returns. So just don't give them that opportunity. Whenever you're late in a football game and you're trying to to ice it, you can't let your ego get in the way of a win and and take a 15-yard penalty that could be that costly. The three onsides today, the first one was beautifully executed. Looked like they recovered it. Mm -hmm. We had two reviews on it. And alertly, somebody in the Sooner coaches booth noticed that the kicker touched the ball twice. It ended up getting overturned, but that was theatrical. The second onside kick was just completely botched. They had about five guys off sides before they ever kicked it. Third onside kick had three timeouts, or two timeouts, I guess, before we actually had the kick. We had one kick that Drake Stoops caught, but the Sooners had called a timeout. So <laughs> that, that one worried me. Whenever he caught that and they called the timeout, I thought, oh, boy, uh, did, we just, uh, did we just cost ourselves this one? But it's a fine timeout. You're just trying to see what they're doing and, and be able to adjust to it. Finally, Jaden Hazelwood caught it. The final onside kick on the far side, it was the same side of the field going the same direction where Oklahoma here two years ago thought they had come up with an onside kick that would have allowed them to potentially go win the football game or tie it, but uh, was on review ruled otherwise. So yet another eventful trip to Manhattan, Kansas. We have had some fun ones up here. Well, it, whenever you just kind of take a review of the football game, there's a handful of sequences that were just huge. The early fumble by Kansas State that was scooped up by Nick Benito was massive. The reviewed uh, onside kick where just a little double tap there and nicely spotted by someone in the booth over here next to us. I mean, that's a huge play. The fourth down review where it looked like they converted the fourth and 13 uh, was a huge play. I mean, there, there, was a, there was a lot of big momentum swinging football plays that happened. It just shows you how close any of those maybe don't go Oklahoma's way. We may be talking about a different football game. We had one punt in the game. Sooners never punted. Kansas State punted once and then pretty much refused to punt after that. Every fourth down they had all day, they went for it, basically. Uh, we had either every drive ended in a touchdown, a field goal, or a turnover. Uh, other than that one punt, which was the opening drive of the second half for K-State, they had a three and out. Sooner postgame show is presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get passed. Get Pike Pass. Coming up, we'll look at all the stats for today's game. We'll hear from Lincoln Riley. We'll take a look at the scoreboard. Oklahoma wins it in Manhattan, 37-31. to 31. This is Sooner football from Learfield. He's in the shotgun. Williams looks right, throws it out to the right. Caught by Mario. 25, turns it up. 20, has a crease. 15 to the 10, dances outside, and it'll be first and goal. From the 14, Rattler play action. Under pressure, evades it. Still directing traffic, throws. In zone, got him! Touchdown! It's Mike Woods! And Oklahoma has taken control in Manhattan. OG&E power play of the game. OG&E, we energize life. Touchdown throw there by Spencer Rattler. Sooners hang on to win it, 37-31 to 31 today. This is the Sooner postgame show presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get past. 
get Pike Pass. Chris and Gabe have headed to the locker room. We will hear from Lincoln Riley soon. Teddy, let's talk about the offense first. It has been the ire of a lot of discussion, a lot of discontent, rightfully so. I'm not saying it isn't, but they look good today, as good as they've looked all year. I thought so. The rhythm was there. Now the numbers aren't just going to overwhelm you, but I thought they ran the ball. Like The most important thing about running the ball is its effectiveness. It's not necessarily what the box score says. They ran the ball incredibly effective today. The zone scheme stuff, uh, and we did it out of several different looks. We had some split zone stuff. We had some outside zone, some inside zone. That was the majority of what we did, and it was effective. Kansas State was not prepared for it. Uh, you could tell that you know they were they were more prepared for the gap scheme stuff that we didn't do a whole lot of, and credit Lincoln Riley and staff for putting together a good game plan and I loved the play action off of it. We were efficient offensively. We didn't have a whole lot of opportunities specifically early in the game, but we took advantage of most of those. So, yeah, I, I thought, you know, there's a lot of guys that played really well. Spencer Rattler kind of leading the group. Rattler's final numbers today, he goes 22 of 25, mm. 243 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. He was uh, sacked twice but a couple of effective scrambles as well where he converted some first downs the interception was a bad play i think it was a bad pre-snap read he had the safety right there kind of stared down that deep ball and uh and let it rip there and ended up getting it picked but outside of that really really good solid solid day from uh spencer rattler quick break post-game interview with lincoln riley is next he's standing by sooners win 37 31 in manhattan this is Sooner Football from Learfield. From the 16, handoff Knowles running left. Benito chasing. He caught it. Nick Benito chases down. Deuce Vaughn for the loss. Sooner postgame show presented by Pike Pass. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma and OU Athletics have teamed up to recognize outstanding teachers in our classrooms and communities. Visit OUTeacherofthegame.com to nominate your teacher to be honored and an OU football game and win $1,000. Sooners beat the Wildcats 37-31. It is time now for our post-game interview with Lincoln Riley, brought to you by Noun Hotel. Toby, we're down here with Lincoln Riley. Coach, congratulations. Hard-fought win on the road. What was the message to the team? Yeah, just love the way we fought. We've had to win games a lot of different ways. Um, game kind of started off kind of like the other games we've had. Um, you know, a lot low scoring. I think we had maybe two possessions, three possessions, three in the first half offensively. Um, but we kind of just kept battling, got some separation, uh, made a few mental mistakes there. And I think we're finding ways to win. We're pretty, we've got, we're pretty resilient. Uh, we got to continue to play more consistent, do our job better. And I think we'll have a chance to, to separate and finish people quicker, more quickly. Coach, looking at what you did offensively, a little more zone running game, some boot action off. It seems like you had a lot of success with that stuff today. Yeah, we played well. I mean, honestly, we bet the first, First half, I, other than dropping the snap on the uh, what it was, second goal on the one, whatever, we played about as good as we could. And, yeah, offense was pretty efficient all day. It really was. The guys played well, um, you know, responded. Uh, so it was good to see us, us uh, have a little, bit more, a little bit more execution there. So, yeah, pretty good day offensively. What did you see in Spencer Rattler today? Obviously kind of a, a difficult Saturday last week, even though he played well. But yeah. how did you see him respond yeah, this week today? He was great for us, man. He was uh, – 
efficient all day, smart all day, threw it well, just handled the game, saw it. Uh, he played at a high level. How, how difficult did Kansas State make it on your defense with all the personnel groupings, yeah. all the shifts, all the motions? I mean, they threw everything at Coach Grinch's bunch. Yeah, they did, you know, and obviously, you know, Skyler playing, I mean, it was a little bit different game plan sometimes than what you're used to, and, and uh, I'll give them credit. I mean, I, I think the big thing you point to for us is just the, the third and fourth downs, you know, and just we got them in so many good positions and just didn't convert, especially there in the first half and a few drives there in the second half. So they do a good job, man. They do a good job schematically. Uh, they we, we didn't tackle very well. You know, we got out in open space and missed too many open field tackles, and they made us pay uh, when we weren't at our best. But I, I will say that the, the fumble return there, I think they said it's the longest one in school history, which it is, is. kind of hard to believe. But, yeah, what a what a monster play that was defensively. Nick Benito showing off those running back moves. All right, two more, and we'll get you out, Coach. First of all, what does it say about this team to come into a hostile environment and perform the way they did today? Yeah, it's it's never an easy place to play. I mean, road football's hard, and they got all their all their dudes back for this game, and uh, we still found a way. So you appreciate every way we've been, man. They're always a little bit sweeter. One of the weirder situations we've seen since you've been the head coach, the double kick. Yeah, yeah. What, walk us through the communication on that because was yep. it someone in the booth? Was it Coach Doherty that yep. brought it up to you? How would that uh, all work? Yeah, coach, coach, uh, a couple of our coaches saw it on the sideline, thought it was, and then, and then Coach Gundy, uh, along with several other coaches in the booth, were all felt so strong about it. I saw one replay that I thought it was, but the video board, sometimes you don't get the same quality as you do on like some of the TVs. And so – I knew there was a chance. Now I was, I was concerned after they had already reviewed it once that like, are they going to come back on another review? But when I talked to the official, I could tell they did not look at that. And so I said at that point, we were certain enough that it was worth spending a challenge on and glad we did. Congrats on the win, Coach. Good luck next week. All right, thank you. That was fascinating. Uh, Coach Riley, our postgame interview presented by Noun Hotel. Noun Hotel coming soon to Historic Campus Corner where service, community, and celebration are proper nouns. Follow at Noun Hotel on Instagram and Facebook. So just to let you know, our setup here in Manhattan, frequently on the road, we are next door to the visiting coaches booth. That's not always the case, but a lot of times it is. It is not the case in Norman. But here it is. There is glass between us. Most of the time, they'll put up newspaper or whatever so that nobody can see into the coaches booth. They didn't do that today, but the, the, the booth is frosted up to where we're sitting down. We can't see them and they can't see us. But if you stand up, you can see each other. So on the double kick, we were standing up looking into the coach's booth. They were standing up looking over into our booth saying, are you seeing what we're seeing? Yeah. That looks like he hit it twice. So it was it was funny to get to witness the reaction of the uh, coach's booth up here while they were trying to relay to Lincoln Riley that they thought they had a good challenge opportunity. I've always wanted – that's as close as you can be to eavesdropping on the headsets mm -hmm. uh, during a, a weird play like that, a review and everything. Usually they don't want us to know what's going on, right. but that time they were looking for confirmation. <laughs> right. Are you seeing what we're seeing? Gundy's like, dude, they, they kicked it twice, right? Yeah, that's that, that was interesting. Yeah, that, and I honestly don't think I've ever seen that before, a double kick, but um, you guys spotted it right out of the gate, and, man – I. Kansas State, though, you, whenever you think back on it, there's a couple of plays without high definition. <laughs> Kansas State probably oh, yeah. uh, review goes their way. Uh, that fourth and 13, which I thought was strange at the time that they went for that. Uh, that was a review that that went our way. So um, I don't know. It, it was it was a fascinating game with a, really a bunch of big momentum swings. Sooner football postgame brought to you by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get past. Get Pike Pass. Quick break. 
coming up more post game reaction. I want to ask you about the defense because they didn't have a great day necessarily out there. We'll take a look at post game stats as well. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Here's the kickoff. Onside kick. It rolls to the 45, and the Cats have recovered. Ty Zintner fell on it. He was the kickoff man. He rolled it 10 yards and then fell on top of it. Kansas State surprises the Sooners. Sooner fans, be sure to catch Sooner Football 2021 with Lincoln Riley, presented by Integra's Heart Hospital. Log on to Soonersports.com for airtimes on Sooner Sports TV. Toby and Teddy back with you. We await for more post-game sound from the Victoria Sooner locker room. OU wins it 37-31 to over Kansas State today. Uh, let's talk defense, Teddy. The Cats outgained the Sooners at 420 yards today. Surprisingly, 320 through the air. They only had 100 rushing yards today. But they moved the ball consistently, it seemed, on the Oklahoma defense today. Were you a little surprised by that? Yeah, you know, I, I think the biggest chunk of it was the tackling. We had way too many missed tackles on Deuce Vaughn. Now, give him credit. He's a heck of a player. He's tough in one-on-one in space. But you've, that's not an excuse. you got to be able to bring a guy down. you got to come in under control, use your leverage, and make that play on him. Uh, I know, obviously, easier said than done. You know, they also throw a lot at you. A lot of different personnel groupings, uh, formations, shifts and motions. Again, not an excuse, but I think we missed Turner Yell being out. Mm. Uh, that experience on the back end, I think, was critical. Remember, Mukes got in, and we got hit on a deep ball as soon as he came in. We haven't seen Mukes hardly play at all this year, so... Would Turner yell out? I think that was an issue. Not enough pressure on Skylar Thompson. He's hobbled. He's got a bad knee. We had way too many, especially long down in distances, where we didn't have enough pressure on Skylar Thompson. Only one sack today for the yeah. defense. Yeah, not good enough. Well, we've got to get there. And typically, you know, we may have one or two sacks, but it's easy to see that the quarterback is under pressure the entire time. Like, he's he's getting hit every time he throws the ball. Just not enough pressure on Skylar Thompson today. Credit them. They did a good job. Their offensive line is solid, and they had a good game plan coming in, and, and Deuce Vaughn is a really good player. But I thought those were the biggest issues I saw today. Let's take a look at the final team stats brought to you by Taco Mayo Fresh Max. 22 first downs apiece. Each team had the same number of first downs. OU ran it for 131 today, threw for 261, 60 plays, two, uh, 392 total yards for the Sooners. Cats had 100 yards on the ground, 320 through the air. They ended up with 68 plays for 420. Time of possession tightened up in the second half. It ended up being about a five-and-a-half-minute advantage for Kansas State. Third downs, OU good, four of seven, never went for it on fourth. Kansas State, 8 for 15. It's the first team in this now 13-game winning streak that has had higher than a 50% third down completion percentage. They were also 4 for 5 on fourth downs. Yeah, and, and that's a lot of those were third and long, too. And, and I think that comes back to the pressure, not enough pressure on Skylar Thompson there. He was able to step up in the pocket, find a little bit of space, and maneuver and, and complete some balls downfield. And... You know, back to some of those formation adjustments. They 
did a good job at isolating some of our different players and, and using those one-on-one -on -one situations to create some space and, and find some room to maneuver. Not an excuse. We've, we've got to be able to lock that down uh, because here's, here's the, the fact. People are going to see what you have problems with and try and exploit that. Now, everyone doesn't always have the personnel to be able to do that, but with some of the issues that Deuce Vaughn gave us out of the backfield, I guarantee you Texas with Bijan Robinson is going to try and uh, attack those. One turnover apiece today. The Sooners got the fumble scoop from Nick Huge Benito play. and Julius Brents, the interception for Kansas State in the second half. We'll look at individual stats coming up. More post-game reaction from the OU locker room as well. Sooners win at 37-31 today here in Manhattan. This is Sooner football from Learfield. Rattler's got it. Fakes a handoff. Straight drop. Throws across the middle to Mims. He's got it with room. 35-40. He's at midfield. Marvin Mims into cat territory. It's a big play, and it goes to 17. Marvin Mims. Toby and Teddy back with you. Still awaiting more postgame reaction from the Sooner locker room. They win at 37-31 today. Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game. For info on how your child can take the field with your OU team captains, go to orthoexc.com. You might be able to hear Chris Kleiman in the background. He's having his postgame press conference, and they're showing it on the uh, big screen here in the stadium. Wonder if he's explaining that fourth and thirteen that they went for whenever they didn't need to. Was that not a strange call? Very strange. Yeah, very strange. Uh, let's continue to look at the final stats. We'll jump in if we've got an interview down there. Individual numbers now brought to you by Taco Mayo Fresh Max. Big appetite, bigger savings. Download and save today. Spencer Rattler, twenty-two of twenty-five, mm. two hundred forty-three yards, two touchdowns. He had the one pick. He was sacked twice. Your assessment of Rattler's day. Best game he's played. Um, did not like the interception. However, whenever you look at it, it probably was a positive outcome for him. Doubtful that you get a punt down inside the five. It was third and, what, 13 or 14? Um, yes, you would have liked to have completed a ball to convert that first down or at least get you into field goal range. But um, all in all, that outcome's not bad. But you can't grade it that way whenever you're talking about his performance. But I thought he was decisive running the ball. Even looked like he's been working on his slide a little no, bit. Yeah, no doubt about that. How often we talk about the end of his runs, it kind of like he slows down and chops. Is What do I do now? And he gets pounded by a safety. We didn't see that happen except for the first one. I'm not even joking about this, and maybe they have. If I'm Mario Williams, who is playing for the OU baseball team this fall, mm -hmm. I bring Spencer with me to a baseball practice. And I say, Skip Johnson, teach this guy how to slide into second base. Maybe yeah. they don't need to now because today he looked like a professional. No, he, he looked good. But I, I thought he was decisive. Thought he was really accurate with the football. Um, the boot stuff, I think he loves the boot mm -hmm. because, you know, he's had some problems trusting the offensive line. And most of their play action is gap scheme play action where, you know, he's, he's moving a little bit to the edge, but he's got a puller protecting him. It's a deep drop. It, it, he's got to trust the offensive line and step into those throws. And we've seen him escape the pocket whenever he really didn't need to. So the boot kind of satisfies that need right now to get out into some clear space and be able to, to keep your vision downfield and step into some of those throws. Plus, I think 
Rat, one of Rattler's best attributes is his ability to throw on the run. I, I think he is really sharp throwing on the run. All in all, really good day by him. Poised, composed. Uh, Caleb Williams going out there didn't affect him, I don't believe. Uh, I thought it was just a, a, an excellent game by Spencer, probably his best. We saw Caleb Williams today, three times actually, and we saw his first pass. He completed a pass, one for one for 18 yards. The first time we saw him didn't go well. He had a snap go through his hands. Then he came back in. Halfway uh, surprised we saw him again after that. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Kennedy Brooks, th- uh, 15 carries, 91 yards, and a touchdown. Best game of the of the year from Kennedy Brooks. 6.1 yards per carry. Eric Gray only carried it four times, all in the second half, but they went for 22 yards. That's 5.5 yards per carry for him. Didn't you like the way Kennedy Brooks finished his runs? Oh, yeah. Just physical, you know, nothing cute, not trying to backtrack to get around a guy, just head down and plowing through defenders. Marvin Mims, four catches, 40, or excuse me, 71 yards today. Nice. He had, he had kind of disappeared a little bit. Um, it's good to get him back in the mix. I thought Rattler did a good job finding him on some of those deep crossers, uh, plus some good – Lincoln schemed some things up really nicely. I thought that little end around out of the bunch formation to Jeremiah Hall was a, a nicely designed play, and then the shovel down inside the five – that was a cool play. It's like we're getting Jeremiah Hall in the end yeah. zone one way or another, and maybe both. A lot of creativity with the way they use the H-backs today. Braden Willis had four catches for 31 yards. Mike Woods, three grabs, 33 yards. He had a touchdown. Nice comeback in the end zone from him, keeping his feet in bounds. Uh, <laughs> corner wanted a push-off uh, push call, which tells me it was a really nice route. Mario Williams, three catches for 22 yards. Pat Fields. He's close. Mario Williams close on yeah. a couple of those. He, I think maybe five, ten times this year, he's got that one guy that clips his ankle and he goes down or he's off to the races. He's going to break those. Pat Fields, our leading tackler with nine. We've got- I thought, sorry to keep cutting in, I thought Pat Fields, in the absence of Turner Yell, did a great job on the back end. That's his best game. K-State individual numbers plus more post-game reaction from the Sooner locker room right around the corner. 37-31 the final Sooner post-game show is presented by Pike Pass. Hey Sooners, don't get past, get Pike Pass. This is Sooner football from Learfield. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. 
Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by Brahms Ice Cream and Dairy Stores, farm fresh for over 50 years, Chick-fil-A, download the app to earn rewards, Homeland, your homegrown advantage, Pizza Hut, no one out pizzas the hut, and by Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Welcome back to the Pike Pass Sooner Post Game Show. This is third and 14. They go empty. Rattler, they bring a blitz. Back to pass, backpedaling, throws across. Stoops got it, 25 to the 20. It's a first down. Drake Stoops is inside the 20. The ball pops out. But they say he's down. From the 14, Rattler, play action, under pressure, evades it, still directing traffic, throws, in zone, got him! Touchdown! It's Mike Woods! And Oklahoma has taken control in Manhattan. Listen to Sooner Sports Talk, presented by Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue with head coach Lincoln Riley. Tuesdays, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue in Norman. Show starts at 7 o'clock. Welcome back. Sooner postgame show presented by Pike Pass. I have uh, I have received word on who the Eagle Eyes was in the coach's booth that picked up on the double kick. Yeah. Kale Gundy. Yeah. He was the most animated mm-hmm. that we saw uh, across the glass. I would give Kale Gundy a game ball. Yeah. Today. Let's go back down to the Sooner locker room. Spencer Rattler's there. With Spencer Rattler, congrats on the win, man. Thank Take you. us through how it felt out there today. It's a fun environment. You know, like we all say in the locker room, we love a home game, but we love an away game. You know, a full packed stadium, you know, booing you and knowing that the odds are against you, but you go in there and make them quiet. It's fun. Guys did uh, a few different things offensively and thought it really played to your skill set well. Got out on the edge of the defense, some of those boot concepts. Is that just something you're really comfortable doing? Yeah, it's something I, I went to Coach Riley and, and you know, wanted to – implement a little more into our into our game plan and that was something he was totally open to and uh you know he was already thinking of it uh, after last game you know something i'm comfortable with the receivers scramble better run crisper routes it's just we we, we flow better and, and with our tempo as well seemed like this team really had confidence offensively can you can you pinpoint one thing is it the running game getting going is it you getting out on the move what is there one thing you can pinpoint yeah last night you know uh, coach riley said we got to go out there with a focused swagger you know, it's just something those first four weeks we haven't really had is that swag we usually have. And that's what we brought out this game. And I think the run game, pass game, me running, it, it really made it made it go up. Do you feel that is by far y'all's best offensive performance so far this season, right? Limited possessions, right? So maybe not a huge number on the scoreboard, yep. but you just think about how efficient y'all were with yeah. your drives when you had it. Yeah, no, that was that was probably our best. You know, offensive performance up to this point this year, especially against a great team uh, that we've taken two L's to this past two years. So we were happy to get this one today. Final thought, take us through how this feels, what it means for this team going forward now, Spencer. Yeah, it's it's a great uh, step for us. It's, it's, a, it's a statement game. Uh, it's, it's not to show anybody, but just to prove ourselves, you know, what we can do and all we need is us. So uh, we're, we're excited going into this next week and just going to prepare hard. Congratulations, man. Oh, one, one more? Enjoy the cheesecake. I'll I'll enjoy the (laughs) strawberry cheesecake. Good luck, man. Thank you.
What do you think, Midfirst Bank player of the game today? Is it that guy? Absolutely. I thought he was fantastic. I mean, not just given the, the situation and circumstances on the field. I thought his play was great. What was he hit, 22, 25, mm -hmm. something like That's that? That's right. Uh, incredible. Uh, I thought he ran the ball well. I thought he orchestrated the offense well. But there's a lot of outside noise going on with Spencer Rattler also. So uh, to come in and play with confidence and be a leader, take that offense out there and you know, the start of the game wasn't great, right? We we give up a long drive, but we do force that that fumble, and then we go down there, and the first drive of the game is like, oh, my gosh, here we go again. But settled in nicely, and, you know, I, I thought played one of his not just better games this year, but in his career. Now, it may not look like that statistically, but given all the circumstances, I thought it was great. Spencer Rattler, Mid-First Bank player of the game, Mid-First Bank premier partner of OU Athletics, and your exclusive home for the OU Visa debit card and OU Rewards credit card. Visit midfirst.com slash Sooners for details. Midfirst Bank, true to your money, member FDIC. Let's go right back downstairs. Chris has Marvin Mims. Toby, we're joined by Marvin Mims, but what, we're talking shoe wear first? Yeah, we got to get, we got to address this first. Crocs yeah. with, with some like decals, custom Crocs. Oh, yeah. Croc, I wear Crocs everywhere I go. If I'm not wearing socks, I'm wearing Crocs. Got you. Are you a fan? I smell an NIL deal is what I smell. <laughs> Marvin, congratulations. Take us through how things flowed today and how that felt out there. Uh, I think everything was pretty smooth. I mean, I feel like you can tell that on the TV, you know, watching the game and stuff. But, um, I mean, when things didn't go good for us, it's kind of us shooting ourselves in the foot, you know, on penalties and stuff like that, moving us back. I had one myself. But, um, yeah, if we clean those things up, I mean, every, oh, we're going to be better. You know, everything was there for us today. Talk to Spencer just about the rhythm of the offense. Did it did it feel different out there today? Because it just seemed like you guys were operating a little more pep in your step, a little more pace to things. Looked good. Oh, yeah. It definitely felt different. You know, we were hitting whatever we wanted to at that point. You know, we were running the ball good. We were throwing the ball good. We were all focusing on our decisions, you know, what we were doing on the field. Each every, each, every, every, each and every player out there was focusing on their, you know, one responsibility. And it worked well for us as a team. Heard the term focused swagger. What did that look like to you out there today? Um, it's basically just us, you know, being focused, locking in on our assignment, and, you know, going out there with that swag that our offense has, you know, playing our game. That's basically what that term is. You've just been, you've just been waiting to have some of those explosive plays. You, you had the 40-yarder, had to feel good. Oh, yeah, it definitely felt good to hit one of those explosive plays again, bring energy to our sideline, you know, especially since we're here in a away game. You know, that crowd brought more energy to me you know, I've ever felt before, you know, being in an away game, you know, that's packed and live. You know, it was great. I forget that you haven't actually played in a true away environment. This is your first time. Oh, yeah. How did it feel? Yeah, I loved it. Personally, I loved it so much. You know, going out there, getting booed to go warm up, coming out, getting booed by the whole stadium <laughs> when the whole, all stadium is purple and everybody's cheering and stuff. I mean, it was great. I love. I actually really loved it. I fed off the energy. Congrats on the win, Marvin. We'll see you next week in the Cotton Thank Bowl. Thank you. Marvin Mims, four catches, 71 yards today. You're listening to the Sooner Post Game Show presented by Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Who had the longest run for a Sooner today, Teddy? The longest run for a Sooner today? Mm -hmm. Kennedy Brooks? Incorrect. Nick Benito, and he'll be coming <laughs> up next after this commercial break. Sooners win 37-31 in Manhattan. This is Sooner football from Learfield. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by Taco Mayo. Big appetite, bigger savings. Download and save today. And by 
Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. This is the Pike Pass Sooner Post Game Show. You can send your questions to AskSooners at OU.edu or tweet them to at OU on the air. It's time to talk Sooner football. Got to get to the 35. Thompson fakes a throw, hands to Vaughn. They got him in the backfield for a loss. It's Nick Benito. They tried to trick him. Benito and Perrion didn't fall for it. Lost a couple of more yards, and now it's fourth and 13. Toby, we're down here with Nick Benito. I saw running back moves, man. I, I, I saw, like, the, the, the pass. How did it feel to scoop that up and see green turf in front of you? Uh, it was a good play by Reggie Grimes, and then, you know, once I had the ball, you know, I kind of saw, like, a couple people in front of me, so I was just trying to run, and then, Jaden Davis, he was just making sure, like, hold the ball, like, watch behind you. So I'm trying to look back to make it seem like nobody going to strip me. And then, you know, I hit a little move on. I don't know who it was that tried to tackle me, but I couldn't get away from the second guy. But it was, I tried. Were you a little gassed after it? Because you seemed like you were a little oh gassed, God. man. Yeah, after the 50, after I hit the 50-yard line, my, my tank hit, hit E real fast. So <laughs> yeah, I, I was done. <laughs> Can you take us through, though, that, that moment when you get that takeaway that early after they'd had some success? What does that do for the defense? How does that energize everyone? Um, I wouldn't even say the whole defense. I feel like the whole team, it just gave us life because, you know, they were on the drive. The crowd was, was getting going for them, and then we instantly took that momentum back. So um, it was a great play by Reggie for sure. So there's a lot of mystery about whether Skylar Thompson was going to play or not in this game. He ends up going the whole way. Did that change all's approach? Any, because it, it was weird. No QB run game whatsoever yeah. from him today. And, you know, we kind of expected that coming into the week, um, that he, he may play. So we, we game plan for him and the other quarterbacks as well. Um, we can tell, like, he, he, they kind of were holding back on him a little bit because of uh, the knee thing. So they didn't really do that much quarterback run. But, we, you know, we practiced for it, so we are definitely ready to, to approach that. Hey, Nick, two more. We'll get you out of here. Can you take us through the challenge of all the different formations that you saw today? They threw everything, I guess, and the kitchen sink at you guys. How challenging was that? I mean, that's hats off to Coach Grinch. You know, he, he prepares us day in and day out with every look we're going to see. Um, a lot of looks that we didn't see today, uh, we, we practiced and practiced, and obviously a lot of pra things that we did see today, we practiced and practiced. So, you know, hats off to Coach Grinch. He's going to make sure we're ready for anybody. Another exciting win, 5-0. and oh. Yes, sir. How's it feel? Uh, feels good. We're going to take them how we can and keep on going the next week. That's it. Congrats on the win, man. Thank you. That's Nick Benito. Hey, stop by your hometown Whataburger and try their one-of-a-kind patty melt with two all-beef patties, grilled onions, Monterey Jack cheese, their famous creamy pepper sauce all on Texas toast, it's like telling your taste buds how much you love them. Final stats for K-State look like this today. Skylar Thompson goes 29 for 41, 320 yards. He had three touchdowns, no interceptions. He was sacked once. you got to give the kid credit for being tough. There's no doubt. And, you know, that first exchange right there early in the game where Benito, we just talked to, had that long fumble recovery, Skylar Thompson's chasing him down. You can tell that it was hurting him to run like that. And then Benito ends up cutting back right into him, and he has to stop, pivot, dive at his legs. And, you know, that took a lot out of him right there and just fought through. And you could tell watching him in the second half during timeouts and stuff that that knee was really bothering him. So, yeah, totally uh, gutsy performance. If he didn't play, no, Kansas State's not close today. This is an impressive number. Deuce Vaughn had 15 carries for 51 yards, 3.4 yards per carry. Yeah, and he's averaging what, up over six, I believe, or at least he was at one point this season. Um, we shut that down pretty good. Now, 
He got out of the backfield on us a little bit in the receiving yeah, game right. and did some damage. And most of it was kind of like you've seen from him for the most part. Little short throws that get him out on an angle route or a swing, and he makes that first guy miss, and he's off to the races. 155 all-purpose yards produced because he had 104 in the receiving game. Uh, Phillip Brooks had 10 catches for Deuce for 104 yards and a touchdown. Phillip Brooks, six catches, 29 yards and a touchdown. Malik Knowles, five for 21. Landry Weber, four catches for 65 yards and a touchdown. And uh, Russ Yeast was their leading tackler. He had eight. Wildcats now with a bye week. Next up, they get Iowa State here in two Saturdays. We'll take a break. Still more to come. Sooner postgame show. OU wins it tonight, 37-31 over Kansas State. This is Sooner football from Learfield. Andrew Rame sends him the football. Handoff Brooks running left with room. 30, cuts it up, 25, lowers his shoulder to the 20. Still going. He's to the 15. He's to the 10. He's inside the 5. Kennedy Brooks with a truck stick on his way to the 5-yard line. It'll be first and goal. Sooner's trying to take a three-score lead again. Snap to Rattler, rolls left, shovel pass to Jeremiah Hall, and he's into the end zone. Touchdown! Second touchdown today for Jeremiah Hall, and the Sooners are back up three scores. The shovel pass touchdown you just heard is our Pizza Hut delivery of the game today. No one out pizzas the Hut Pizza Hut. All right, Teddy, this is a new feature we started last week as OU wins today, 37-31 in Manhattan. It is our... Orange elephant roofing, elephant in the room. The game is over. Let's talk about the elephant in the room today, Teddy. I have an idea of what I think it might be, but I want to hear yours first. Well, my elephant in the room happens to be orange. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's Texas. We agree, yeah. yeah the, the elephant <laughs> in the room right now is Texas, who is playing some good football offensively. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, they're playing good offensively. You know, we had a good win today against Kansas State. And I'm I'm happy with what I saw from the offense. But there's still – we're still making mistakes. Like, the way we handled the end of this game could have cost us a win. Mm -hmm. And it's going to take a really good, complete, mistake-free football game to beat Texas because Texas already looks solid. And you put on top of that the fact that we always get by far the best version of Texas that they put on the football field all year. It's going to make for a really, really difficult game. And a 15-yard needless penalty can cost you the football game. So we've got to really iron up all the details. State Fair's back open. There's going to be 90,000 people in there. The corndog machine's going to be fired up. Texas feeling pretty good about themselves. Oklahoma undefeated. This is going to be fun. It always is. But well, again, great. half of the football team, today, this was their first road environment. Last year, they OU Texas, and, like, wow, it was a great game, yeah. and it was cool, but you ain't seen nothing yet. So it, it could be a shock to the system. Sooners, by the way, will be the designated visiting team this year. So you'll see OU in the white traveling uniforms next Saturday. Texas will be the home team. They'll be wearing burnt orange. Let's address the elephant in the room. Don't let the name fool you. Orange Elephant Roofing is trusted by the Crimson and Cream, the official roofing sponsor of OU Athletics.
We're not quite done yet. More postgame reaction from a 37-31 Oklahoma win on the road when we come back. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, Sooner Football has been brought to you by Allstate. Score savings worth celebrating. Championship savings for the win. Welcome back to the Pike Pass Sooner postgame show. 47-yard drive for 47, Gabe Burkage from the right hash. He's made two today already. Snap back, hold is down, kick is away. It's got plenty of distance, and it is good. And a flag's down after the play. Field goal is good. That makes it 37-24. Oklahoma would hold on with a 37-31 win after a big kick return by Jaden Knowles. Welcome back to the postgame show presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get past, get Pike Pass, along with Teddy Lehman. I'm Chris Plank. And, Teddy, we had a chance to talk to Alex Grinch. We're going to play it um, a moment ago down in the locker room. It, did I say Jaden Knowles, Malik Knowles? You did. Excuse me. Jaden Knowles would it's be the okay. weatherman. It happens. My uh, guess is Grinch was not happy. He's happy they won the game. But I think the joy stops right there. <laughs> Listen into what Coach Grinch had to say moments ago in the locker room. All right, thanks a lot, Toby. We're down here with Alex Grinch. Coach, congratulations overall on the performance, the win. Kind of your takeaways from your defense's performance today. No, thr thrilled to win. And, and uh, you, you never want to lose sight of that. You know, number one objective every week is to hold the opponent to one less point than the uh, uh, than, than our offense scores and, and, and got that done. And, and uh, um, you know, certainly there's uh, a lot to get better at uh, uh, starting, uh, starting tomorrow. How challenging was all of the personnel groupings, all the formations they threw at you, the shifts, the motions, X off, I mean, everything that you could think of, and sometimes all in one drive. How difficult was that for you guys to adjust to everything they showed today? No, it's a challenge, and, uh, you know, it, it's it's a lot harder when you don't adjust. You know, when you, when you don't, uh, um, you know, maybe, uh, you know, handle your responsibilities the way you're supposed to handle it. And so, um, you know, whether you practice it over the course of the week or just something new on the particular day, you still got a job, you have a rule, and so much of what we tell our guys is, uh, you know, focus on your rule, don't focus on the play. Um, and I'm not sure enough of that happened tonight, but uh, um, no, they're, they're, but, but by no means to suggest it's not a challenge because it certainly is, but we got to do a better job. Can, can you kind of take us through setting the tone early when you get that takeaway and the big time strip by Reggie Grimes and then Nick Benito showing off the moves? Though he did run out of gas a little bit quick on the return. No, I did, but uh, you know, we're dying for guys to make plays, you know, and, and we'll keep it to a one week evaluation. And, uh, you know, as you looked at us today, uh, and probably, you know, as soon as I say that, I'll go back to last week. We're just not making enough plays defensively. You know, you're, it, it, the offense uh, has to make a play to move the football. We have to make a play for them not to move the football. It's not simply wait for them to, to uh, you know, have poor execution on a particular play. We have to make plays. And uh, I think we dropped two or three interceptions in our hands tonight, uh, which, uh, uh, again, just makes it more, uh, that, that more, more impressive than the one we did make. Um, and, and in a one-possession ball game, you circle back and say, holy goodness, what, what, what a big play that was. Looking at the third down situations, had some trouble getting off the field on third down in a lot. They went for fourth down, what, four or five times as well. What were, what were kind of the main issues there for you guys getting off the field? Yeah, I mean, I, I wish, well, everything. You know, the, the inability to rush the passer, the inability to coverage and man coverage, the inability to uh, cover in zone coverage. 
again, the inability to rush the passer. Um, and so it all circles back to what are we calling? Um, obviously not the right stuff. Um, and, and uh, you know, how much respect do you give for you know, a quarterback that, that could possibly hurt you scrambling, although tonight we knew he wouldn't. Uh, how much are you blitzing? Can you hold up in coverage if you blitz? Um, and, and is zone coverage a free play for the offense? And right now, zone coverage for us is just simply a free play for the opponent. How challenging is it when you have a guy that had played well, as well as Delaire and Turner yeah, appeared to play last week and then not to have him tonight? You're counting on uh, Justin Broyles went out there, seemed like he played okay. Key Lawrence, how challenging is it when you lose a guy that's a leader like DTY? Yeah, no, we were down a couple guys, and I think overall you talk about Justin Broyles has stepped up. You know, excited to get a, you know, hopefully you know Redmond back at some point uh, sooner rather than later. And obviously you, you mentioned uh, uh, DT, and uh, but but uh, I think I think in some respects guys stepped up in, in those individual roles. But certainly we're, we're dying for guys to be playmakers on this defense and. Uh, uh, he, he was one, you know, certainly a week ago and has been for us over the years and uh, uh, hopefully get him back sooner rather than later. Felt like there was a consistent theme there, Ted. They're dying for playmakers on this defense. And today, one of the struggles was getting after the quarterback. Yeah. Well, th there was plenty. Um, getting after the quarterback was an issue. Um, some of the coverage downfield was an issue. Uh, open field tackling was an issue. You know, it, it really, frankly, it wasn't a great day defensively. But, you know, credit Kansas State for having a great game plan. Um, but there are plenty of things that we've got to figure out. Number one, and, and again, this is easier said than done, tackling in space, tackling in open field. You've got to have great angles. You've got to know where your help is. You've got to know where the sideline is. Um, you've got to leverage people. And we had way too many missed tackles. When they go back and watch that film today, there's going to be a ton of missed tackles. Like, Which hadn't really been an issue. No, it hadn't. Uh, like, the last time I can remember tackles being an issue was last year at Kansas State, like, where they piled up, you know. Right. And we've had some, surely, that have been out there. But today, like, you can, you can have some trouble getting to the quarterback. You can have maybe some trouble in coverage. What you can't have trouble is fundamental and tackling is fundamental. And if if you're, everyone's in place and you force the throw underneath like it's supposed to and then two guys miss on a tackle, well, you're right back to the drawing board and it's first and ten. Final score, Oklahoma wins it 37-31. They improved 5-0 and on the season in advance of next week's showdown with Texas in the Cotton Bowl. We've got one final segment left. Sooner postgame show presented by Pike Pass. Toby will, will rejoin us as we put a wrap on a big win in Manhattan, Sooners break a two-game skid to the Kansas State Wildcats with the six-point win. Final segment, Pike Pass post-game show coming up next. This is Sooner Football from Lear. Zentner approaches the football, right side, onside kick, bounding. It's yes. covered by Hazelwood, and you can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the barn. Time to raid the ice cream freezer, boys. The Sooners are getting out of Manhattan with a W. Hard-fought road team in the classic whites today. Oklahoma's going to come out on top. Kansas State made it scary late thanks to the Malik Knowles kickoff return for a touchdown. But the Sooners cover the onside kick, and they will grab victory. Blake Clock says eight, seven, six. Handshakes at midfield to bound. Three, two, win column Sooners. Game over.
final score on a Saturday afternoon in Manhattan. It's Oklahoma 37 and Kansas State 31. Of the postgame show, Sooner postgame show, presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get passed, get Pike Pass. Teddy, let's take a look at the Janet King clean sweep of scores from around the country. We'll start with games underway in the Big 12. They're at halftime in Stillwater. OSU a 14-0 lead on Baylor. Iowa State, second quarter, trouncing Kansas 35-0 in Ames. Finals in the Big 12. In addition to this one, Texas wins in Fort Worth today. 32 to 27, Texas Tech, an upset win in Morgantown today, 23 to 20. Anything in the Big 12 jump out at you? Uh, well, Texas Tech bouncing back nicely. That's that's a pretty impressive one there. Texas looks good. They got some offense rolling right now. I know TCU's typically got their number, and uh, go in there and get a win before OU Texas, pretty impressive. Top 25 games underway, fourth quarter, early fourth, Kentucky leading Florida. 13-10, that game in Lexington. It is third quarter. NC State's a top 25 team. They lead La Tech 27-13. Texas A&M lost last week. They're down nearing halftime at home tonight. Mississippi State leads them 17-13. Just underway, well, actually, end of the first quarter in Happy Valley, Penn State 7-0 over Indiana. Uh, number 25, Clemson, 7-3 lead over Boston College. That's in the second quarter. Number three, Oregon knocked off at Stanford in overtime, Ted, 31-24. How about that? Crazy year in college football. We're not even halfway through the season yet, and we've got good football teams not playing well, losing football games. So it's a pretty deep and balanced uh, uh, field in college football this year. I like it. Number one, Alabama's at the top of that field, though. They beat Ole Miss today 42-21. to Hmm. Mm, tough. I thought Ole Miss was going to be able to put more points up than that. Looks like Alabama was prepared for this one. Number two, Georgia, a second straight shutout. They blanked previously unbeaten Arkansas today, 37 to nothing. Their, that defense, man. Their defense is unbelievable. I think going into the game, they were giving up 5.8 points a game. Somehow, that's going down. Number seven, Cincinnati might have the best shot at a college football playoff spot that any group of five team has ever had. They beat Notre Dame in South Bend today, 24-13. That's impressive. That's a good football team. Just take care of business. I, You feel like maybe th like their biggest problem moving forward isn't going to be any tough opponents. It's handling their business and making sure they don't take their foot off the gas. Jim Harbaugh and Michigan are undefeated. They win good. at Wisconsin today, 38-17. to 17. Wisconsin's, the, Wisconsin is way better than what their record states. That's a nice win for Michigan. That's your Janet King clean sweep of scores from around the country. Janet King is the king of clean. Let me mop up some final stats here and stuff from Dennis Stats Kelly. OU gets a 13th straight win today. Only Bama has a longer current winning streak. They are now at 19. OU has now won 27 out of the last 29 on the road. They have now scored at least 30 points in 34 straight road games. Sooners have now held all five opponents this year to 100 yards or fewer rushing. K-State had exactly 100 yards today. They still have only allowed one running back in the last now 18 games, that goes back into the 19th season, the 2019 season, the last 18 games, 
only one running back has had 100 yards rushing. It's impressive. Him. It's impressive. They've they've done a really good job. Defensive line penetrates. Backers coming downhill. Uh, we just got to get a little bit better tackling in open space. Turnover margin stays at plus five for OU. Each team had one today. K-State fails to win a third straight over OU. Still the last Big 12 team to win three straight over the Sooners. Texas back in the late 90s, 97, 98, and 99. Sooners scored on seven of their eight drives today. They only had eight drives, scored on seven of them. The other was the INT. Spencer Rattler now is 36 of his last 40. You go back into the third quarter of that West Virginia game where he finished 15 of 16. You add in today, 36 of his last 40 passes have been completed. Malik Knowles kickoff return for a touchdown, the first against OU since Cavante Turpin did it for TCU in 2018. That was a 99-yard return. We are five games into the year. Oklahoma has punted eight times. Seven of those eight came in two games. The opener against Tulane, the Western Carolina game, and today combined one punt. It's wild. And I still laugh about it that we got a punter to transfer here uh, to a team that rarely punts the football, but he's still a weapon. Even though we don't use him a whole lot, he's a weapon. Sooner six for six in the red zone today. Still only one trip into the red zone all season in which they haven't scored. And Spencer Rattler now has thrown a touchdown pass in every game he started in a Sooner uniform. That is now 16 straight. Let's take a look at this week's upcoming Sooner Athletic events. We will be in Dallas one week from today. The Red River Showdown renews. It'll be at 11 a.m. kickoff. 9 o'clock will be your pregame show. Who's going to be favored, Teddy? Oh, you. Small? Small. Two and a half. Field goal? Uh, yeah, probably under. 9 o'clock pregame coverage starts from the uh, State Fair of Texas. Let's look at upcoming OU events brought to you by Kincaid Coach the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. i like for you always to put a bow on everything for us. What's our takeaway thought today, Ted? The takeaway is offense on the right track. I think we, we found something. Now, here's the thing. We ran some zone scheme stuff, quite a bit of it. Um, it's not new to us, but making it that big of a part of our game plan is Kansas State was not prepared for that. Texas will be. So, uh, I like it, but be ready for, for the defense to be a little more prepared for that next week. But I like the way our offense is operating right now. Seems like we've got our rhythm back. Defensively, get ready because you're going to see a lot of the same stuff. Now, not necessarily the formations and the shifts and all of those things. Sarkeesian does like to motion guys, but uh, the back out of the backfield, Bijan Robinson, they love to feed him. Uh, he's good in the open field. The skill position, it's OU Texas is going to be a different look than it has been the last four years where everything is driven directly through Ellinger. It's all him. This offense, all of a sudden, the whole field is going to come alive. They're going to have a bunch of different skill guys involved. The running game is going to be more traditional running game with Bijan Robinson. It's going to be a tough challenge. The Oklahoma Highway Safety Office is a proud sponsor of OU Athletics and wants to remind you that drinking and driving is deadly and illegal. Together we can end DUI. Visit enduiok.com for more information. Thanks to our crew. I think they're the best in college football. Teddy Lehman, Chris Plank, Gabe Eichert, our spotter Andrew Shepard, Dennis Stats Kelly, 
engineer and producer Drake Dyken, sideline engineer Tom Shores, and Levi Yoder helping us out today back in the Sooner Network studio. Final score one final time from Bill Snyder Family Stadium in Manhattan, Kansas. Oklahoma stays undefeated. They beat Kansas State by the final of 37-31. to 31. Until next week in the Cotton Bowl, it'll be OU in Texas. This is Toby Rowland saying Sooners win and Boomers Sooner, everybody. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by OG&E. We energize life. OU Health, the future of health is here. Orange Elephant Roofing, trusted by the Crimson and Cream, the official roofing sponsor of OU Athletics. And by MidFirst Bank, exclusive home of the OU Visa debit card and OU Rewards credit card. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network.